So what is it? What do you need to do to get yourself where you want to be? Excuses at all. Sometimes you got to bring your, you got to drag your bag of excuses with you. What, is, what will it take? Hey y'all, this is Crystal Webb and welcome to my podcast. Growth is not easy and it takes a lot of hard work and difficult conversations. And through this journey, you can feel alone. If that's you, then this is the show for you. We talk about the good and the bad that comes with growth, holding each other accountable on our own personal goals. We are a community on this journey to becoming who we are truly meant to be. This isn't perfect, but it is beautiful. This is the Growth Becomes Her podcast. Hey, y'all, and welcome to another episode of the Growth Becomes Her podcast. I am Crystal, as you already know, and as always, I want to thank you for hanging with me. Um, I know I post every other week right now because that's just how um, I planned it. Um, not ideal, but I am, I'm here today, so we're going to focus on today. Um, what I want to talk about today, I'm not going to hold you long, as I always say, because I'm honestly um, recording this in the morning, and it's pretty early, and we need to be out of here soon, but... Me trying to stay as consistent as I can recording, even if it's every other Sunday. Um, if it takes me getting up early and getting down here and getting it done, so be it. So let me give you a little backstory as to what we're going to talk about today. Um, a while ago, Marlon, my husband, which you already know, he, um, since we have like a group chat with all of our, you know, me, him, and our kids, and he... Um, he told us that he wants us to write a letter to our future selves. And he said, whatever it wants, you know, whatever you want it to look like, if it's, let's say, 10 years from now, whatever. And each of us, so he gave us like, I don't know, like a week or whatever to write it. And he, uh, you know, we all, when we all came together, when it was our weekend together, we all sat around and we read our stories and they were so cute. I mean, Brooke didn't have a story, but just to hear what my kids, what their vision was looking like and, you know, listen to what my husband's vision. And even when I read mine, they were like, oh, you know, we all kind of brought out things that we didn't even realize that maybe we were envisioning ourselves or we didn't realize that our family was like our kids had a vision. You know, Marlon, I knew he had a vision, but it was nice to read the letter as what he sees that in I don't. I forgot what he, the time frame, but in ten years' time, what he thought, and I really thought that was a really good exercise. So, when I was writing my story, it was easy for me to prompt the kids to do it, but when it came for me doing it, I I struggled. I honestly didn't really like. Wasn't like, oh God, what am I gonna say? What am I gonna say? And then um, when I finally like really sat down and wrote my story or my letter to myself, I even shocked myself on what I, um, what I wrote. And especially when I read it back to my family, I was like, wow. And it got me to thinking like, could these things really happen? And 
at the end of our kind of like our discussion after we all read our story, um, my youngest son was like, Mom, um, are you happy with because we talked about jobs and how important it is to it's more ideal to kind of have an idea what you want to do when you're younger before life start life, you know, life starts life in and you start having kids and, you know, you just start working to survive and you not, might not necessarily be working in a job that you ultimately want. But as time moves on and life keeps coming, you got to start, you know, you get into a survival mode. Like this one girl, my job, she says, you know, I'm surviving, not thriving. <laughs> and it's not funny, but in some of us, in our story, in our walks of life, we are surviving. We are not thriving because we need to take care of what's now. And that becomes more important than trying to prepare for what we really want that's potentially coming. So my youngest son was like, Mom, I have a question. I was like, you know, you can he said, well, don't be like, don't be offended or whatever. And I was like, ask me whatever, just talk. And he was like, um, are you happy with your job? And I was like, ooh. <laughs> I said, well, let me be honest with you. If I was at my old job where I left a little over, it's been over a year and a half since I left my job that I was at for nine years. And he was, I was like, if I was at my old job, honestly, sweetie, no, I was not happy. I was just in that job because I felt that that was the best or I was convinced to believe that that was the best I can do. It was the best at that time, but it was not the best I can do. I said, but at my current job, I am happier, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I am happy, like I'm, I'm set for life. I said, now I am in a position now where I can, there's so much more room for growth and unlike my old job, I actually have people that are above me are willing to help me move up. Like my my director was like, you know, we don't envision anyone here to be here forever. You know, this is just a stepping stone and we just want to do our part to get you to your next stepping stone. And I just when after he told me after um, we had that talk and I told him what was real, like, I'm not content for the rest of my life, you know, forever and ever all man, but I am in a better spot. And it got me to think like, and that's kind of like what I want to talk about or even ask you to think about is, you know how we sit there and y'all know I like to do my miracle morning and I sit there and I write about every single day. I write the same thing every day of what I want or I speak as if it already is. And I say the same thing every day. But if I'm being transparent and I love to be with you guys as much as I can, that's where it stops in some situations. Now, I can honestly say, like, I wrote about that I have a podcast. I did that. and But there's other things that I write about that I'm not there yet. And, not, and when I really sit back and say, like, you can, it, I'm writing it, but am I working towards that goal of what it is? Because when we... Do affirmations when we do visual visualizations we are working we you want to say as if it is you know what i mean like you don't want to like i want to be in good health i want to have a great marriage i want to be debt free you say um i i am in good health i do have a good marriage i am debt free but at the same time as we're writing about what we are what are we doing to get there and so i wanted to ask you like what are you doing 
we all have goals, whether it's a, a week goal, a month goal, or a 10-year goal. We have goals, and we think about those goals, and we visualize those goals. We even write those goals down. We even look ourselves in the mirror and say the goals, but what are we doing to get to them? There was a book I listened to um, by Eric Thomas. It's called You Owe You, and he, like, O-W-E, like, you owe you, like, you owe yourself something. And he said, miracles happen, but miracles come from the work that you're doing to put yourself in miracle territory. That book was fire. Fire. Highly recommend Audible or by the book, whatever you, whatever's your jam, get it. And he was like, yeah, like for a while, I always, when I finally, this is Eric Thomas talking, not me, but he said when he finally got himself, he made the decision that maybe he didn't see himself as the most, at the time, as the most um, talked about emotional motivational speaker in the world but once he start getting into church and getting around the right people and slowly like pushing himself out of his comfort zone working towards you know all the things y'all gotta excuse me my son is in, if you can hear it my son is in the other room he's feeding the cat and he just dropped the bowl so if you hear that that's what that is but this is live so here we go <laughs> so he said once he made the decision that speaking the word of the most high and, and motivating these young boys that he was exposed to he put himself in the territory for that vision of being a motivational speaker motivating the world changing the world he put himself in that position he didn't just say well I want to be a motivational speaker for these young boys and then sit at the house and watch tv he did the work he he made the mistakes he went out of his comfort zone he stumbled he fell but at the same time he grew and he moved into the territory to make him to the man that we see we read the books we see the podcast we see the the, the, the videos that we see today. And I had to ask myself, am I even doing the work? Am I even working towards all these 10 things that I write about every single day? Because let's keep in mind, like I wrote that I ran a half marathon. I've been writing that for a couple years and I've yet to run a half marathon. I probably ran enough miles to equal one over time, but I've never from start to finish in one day ran a half marathon. So I'm like, Chris, how many, how many times are you going to write about running a half marathon before you actually start putting in the miles, buying the shoes, doing the research, you know, getting up in the morning or whenever I run to get towards my ultimate goal to run 13.1 miles once, just once. And there was a lot of times, you know, if y'all know, I was a fairly young mother. I got married young. I got divorced young. I got all the things young. And I used to say, well, because I have X amount of kids, X number of kids, you know, I can't do this. I can't do that. And my, and when I'm really, if I'm being real, real with myself, and thanks to my therapist, she's teaching me how to be very honest. If I'm really honest with myself, it was never the fact that I had children. Because there's people who have changed the world and they've had kids who gotten their law degree, their master's, their doctorate, and had kids. So that's not the excuse. Kids may slow you down. Kids may make you sacrifice your time a little more. You got to wake up a little earlier, go to bed a little later. You got to maybe take one or two classes a semester as opposed to four or five. But they were never my reason to not become what I want to become. 
I used them as my excuse. They were never meant to be that. I just used them as that. There's no reason. Like I was even telling my husband, you know, um, a couple nights ago we were sitting outside because it's becoming nice out. And I was like, all the time that I quote unquote wasted because I had kids. And I'm like, you know, that's no longer my excuse. It can't be my excuse. They never stopped my process. They did maybe slow it down because I had to be their mother, but I chose to stop it. I chose to say, well, I got kids. I can't do it. So what is it? What do you need to do? To get yourself where you want to be. Excuses it all. Sometimes you got to bring your, you got to drag your bag of excuses with you. What, what will it take? What are you doing right now today? Every single day. And I will say one thing. I haven't, um, I don't come down here and record every day, clearly. But I always keep my notebook with me. And I always, like if something comes to me, I write down like, a title or a thought. So when I finally make the time to sit down and write about what I want to actually talk about for an episode, I have so many notes. And like, if you look at my notebook, well, you can't see me, but I have like different titles of things that I want a future write about. So my mind is always thinking about my next episode. Even if it's not a visual episode or audio or a video episode or not, I'm always thinking about what am I going to talk about next? <clears throat> Excuse me. It's early, so my voice don't sound the best, but please bear with me. So I wanted to ask you, what are you doing? Another great example, and I know a lot of days, a lot of recent times, people are talking about um, manifestation. And my cute little self thought like, okay, let me just write it all down every day and do the meditation and do the visualization while I'm meditating. And then one day I'm going to wake up and my dream, everything that I wrote down is going to be plopped in my lap. And I'm going to be like, wow. And all I had to do was wake up in the morning and it's here. No work required, sis. Y'all probably knew that was not how it works. But me and my kid-like imagination, that's exactly how I thought it was going to work. Exactly how. So, that ain't how it works. Because <laughs> even Gab Gabby Bernstein, she wrote a book called Super Attractor, which was a book that I've had for like two years. And I just now, like I just recently sat down and read it. One of the better books I've ever read thus far. And she said, manifest, manifest your life. You have to have a vision. You have to have a vision you can't aimlessly be working towards something you don't even see and as much as she emphasized on visualizing and affirmations and you know over and over again talking about it writing about it writing things down praying about it all the things you know bringing out your um calling on to your guardian angels or whatever it is that you 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 call to your most high for me or my guardian angel which i call my granny whatever she also mentioned the late nights, all the, you know, um, sending her book to different publishers and people turning her down to the pack that to the point where she almost had to self publish herself, all the talks, all the videos, all the podcasts, 
all the blogs. She also talked about all the work that like Eric Thomas said, put her in the miracle territory that the certain, you know, she was doing her part. So the most high said, okay, now that I see you're working, let me put you in the position to give you, um, to put you where, to, Lord help me, to let me put you in the position to show you where all your work, you know, get you where your work is paying off. If that makes sense. Like, you know how I'm not good at, I'm, I don't know the Bible that well, but how he says, you know, well done, good and faithful servant. Like you have to serve, you have to work to get to the promised land or where you want to be. Every person that has is who has made it has worked and a lot of times we let life tell us or show us that I don't have to necessarily put in the work to get what I want or I don't feel like putting in the work to get what I want I still want it but I gotta work hard I gotta work I gotta wake up really I stay up late I gotta write all the things I gotta hear a bunch of no's I gotta be turned down I gotta you know Two steps forward, four steps back. I got to do that just to get what I want. Yes. Yes. We can't hear, just sit here on our asses and think that, you know, our, our guardian angel is going to be like, here's your world on the platter. Don't do nothing about it. We got to shoot our shot. We got to say what we want. We got to go for it. We got to step out of our comfort zone. We got to do the work. And if you find yourself being stagnant, Doing the same routine, going through the, the same um, hamster wheel, that's when we got to step back and say, what am I doing or what am I not doing? Why am I still standing here? And it may take you writing a letter to your future self with your kids to be like, wow, I have a great future on paper, <laughs> but I ain't doing nothing in real life. The next time my son asks me, am I happy with what I'm doing? I want to honestly, I would love to confident, confidently say yes. Because I'm putting my work in. So every time if somebody's asking me, am I happy with what I'm doing? I'm like, hell yeah, because I worked hard for this. I've worked and am working hard for this. It's like the lottery. How do you expect to win the lottery if you never, ever buy a ticket? I don't play the lottery, but I know because I know I ain't going to win it because I don't play. But think about it. Are you putting in the work? Are you even hitting the things on the list that are required to get you to your vision? How are you? Are you making your life choices your excuse for not moving forward? Because let's be honest, we chose in a way. We chose to have these kids. We are kind of in a way choosing to stay at the same job that's getting us nowhere. We're in a way choosing to stay in a relationship that's no longer um, making us better or pushing us forward. We're choosing to stay in the same financial way instead of trying to learn how to get out of debt or learn how to save. At some point in our lives, we're making a choice. But we have to no longer be the victim of our own lives. We all legit have a book that we're writing. We need to take responsibility for that and be in control because we are genuinely in control of each chapter, each page, each sentence, each word that we write when it comes to the book of our lives. So my friend, I ask you, one, do you have a vision? 
Two, do you see that vision every day? Do you think about it every day? Do you write about it every day? And if all those answers are yes, what are you doing to get to that vision, to touch it, to live it, to feel it in your, in your, in your, um, outside of your imagination? Are we doing the work? Are we doing the work? So that brings me to our um, journal entry for this week. And it simply is, and I probably said it over and over again already, but ask yourself, what do, you, what do I want in life? What's my vision? And what work, what work am I doing right now to get me just a 10, 1% closer every day? So what are you doing? What do you want for your life? What's your vision? And what are you doing every single day to get you even 1% closer to it? So that is all I have for you beautiful people this week. Um, I appreciate your time. I hope I didn't hold you too long. According to my phone, I didn't. But um, as always, I appreciate you. Let me come to your ear and talk to you today. I love you. I love you so, so much. And as always in every episode, if nobody tells you, just know that I love you and I am so proud of you and I will talk to you soon. The Growth Becomes Her podcast was hosted and produced by me, Crystal Webb. And if you're liking what you're hearing thus far, please hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast platform that you're using. So every time I post a new episode, you'll be notified. Also, make sure you follow us on Instagram at growth underscore becomes her underscore podcast. And I thank you for listening.